Welcome to Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin, and today in my very first episode, I am going to be explaining a little bit about my journey. So my journey has not been straightforward. Um, It's been sometimes one step forward and two steps back. And I wanted to show you that with passion and hard work, you can make these things happen. Um, Obviously, the reason I've created so many free resources Um, for performers is so that they know more about the industry and kind of get the inside scoop that I didn't have so you don't have to guess quite as much. Um, This is the only episode that's going to be about me, I'm going to be getting loads of other people on and loads of information out to you Um, but I thought you should all know kind of where it's coming from first. Um, So I started dancing when I was four and I went to Um, my local dance school in a church hall, danced on carpet, no mirrors, up until the age of 13. Um, Just doing half an hour or an hour on a Saturday, dancing away, and I absolutely loved it. It was my favourite place to be, and it just started my whole passion, and they taught me what it meant to love dance, so I will be forever grateful to them for that. Um, At the age of 13 I decided I was going to go and try for the English Youth Ballet. Now those of you that know EYB know that very well trained dancers go to these auditions, people who have done associate programs, people who do ballet in front of mirrors on sprung floors, you know, more than once a week on a Saturday. Um, those people that are currently at ballet school and who have an ambition to be a ballerina and have known that from a very young age. Um, I was definitely not that person and it was fair to say the audition was a bit of a nightmare. I mean I blagged my way through it, I didn't know any of the steps. It was really really difficult and you know I just tried to keep my head above water in that audition and I came out and I said you know what I did the best I could, like I tried to pick up as much as I possibly could do. I, you know, I was only 13 at the time. Um, so to go in there and just keep going um, was a real thing I was really proud of. Um, but coming out of that audition, you know, my parents said, look, we're so proud of you that you carried on and just tried your best, even though you knew you weren't gonna get it. Um, but if you do wanna do this as a career, you need to start doing it more and you need to start doing it with the intention that you want a career in it. So that kind of flipped my mindset and obviously I realised then that this definitely is what I want to do, like coming out of a rubbish audition and still wanting to do it at the age of 13 I think is is quite a testament and I think it's something that you know a lot of people can't say they probably would have done. Um, So that's kind of when I was like, okay, if I can make it through that, then I can make it through, you know, performing arts, because, you know, you hear all these things about, you know, you get loads of rejection. Um, Even at that point, I'd not heard much about it, but, you know, that's just what I heard from that audition day. Um, So, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I found a new dance school where, you know, the training was a bit more rigorous. Um, 
they had people who went off to these places that were specially training facilities um special training facilities for dancers and performers and I never knew that those existed prior to that I thought you went to college or university um so I was you know I went there and I started doing it more and more and one of my friends said oh, I've passed this new performing arts school it's opening up in Nottingham which was really not far from where I lived um you should go and have a look at it and I went there for a day trial and bless her the principal really took pity on me she was like you're working really hard but you don't really know enough for your age you don't have great technique she was very honest about it and I kind of went home thinking that's it you know she has just completely blacklisted me and she doesn't want anything to do with me um and you know I don't think she's gonna um think I'm gonna make it and I don't know if I will be able to like she knows what she's doing she was a professional ballerina you know I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this um but I got a phone call a couple of days later saying that you know she could see my passion and my hard work so she'd like to offer me um one-to-one private tuition and you know she said that she didn't want any payment for it she just wanted to help me improve so I will be forever grateful to her for that her school was then starting a two-year course from September um so at that point when I went it was just a Saturday thing but they were actually auditioning for the first ever intake and obviously you know we didn't know much but we knew that I wasn't going to be able to get in anywhere and if I was going to be able to get in there then brilliant um but I was going to have to put in a lot of hard work first so at senior school you know when you say you want to be a dancer or a performer they don't tend to meet that with oh that's fantastic um you know it got a few giggles it got a few oh okay um I'd maybe have a few backups oh well I think you should apply for A-levels anyway and then maybe if you decide this is really what you want to do go and do it it was met with a lot of scepticism which it shouldn't have been because it's a perfectly sustainable career in its own right and more people will need to be educated on that but that is a whole other episode um but for me I then spent all my lunches indoors either doing academic work so that I could go and do dance after school um I got up early in the mornings to train before school and then at lunchtime if I wasn't doing academic work I'd go and practice in the drama studio um so that's kind of what I did at senior school um and knew that I wanted to go off to this performing arts school and I got in and the first year I had to pay for with my inheritance and the second year was a scholarship um unfortunately halfway through my second term of the first year the school went bankrupt, Um, I was left with no education, I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to have a career in this industry because had what I'd learnt so far in the first two terms been enough to give me the technique to audition for other training facilities, um, I rang around every school I could find asking if they had places. and explaining my situation and one school actually um 
took pity on me and said, you know, we've got an audition on Saturday, which is in three days time, um, which you can come along to and see if you can carry on and finish the year with us because they'd had a student drop out. So in three days time, I had to prepare two monologues, two dances and two songs, which I did not have any, um, for in three days time. And I went and I did that audition. And I have to say, like, I did just get on with it. So when I look back at my performing career, that thing of when you're 16 and you've been thrown into an audition, you've got nothing prepared. Um, And it's a really surreal situation to have a college close on you um, and leave you stranded. So it was a little bit of an unknown as to what was going to happen. So for saying I managed to pull through in the audition was a bit of um, a miracle, really. Um, So the audition went and they held me back at the end and they said, you are welcome to finish the rest of this year with us. Then you'll do another foundation year because you're actually too skinny. Um, At the time, I had enough points to qualify to go on to the three year in September but unfortunately I was I was really I was a tiny person just because of my metabolism it wasn't anything to do with myself or anything like that I just was really really tiny um it was just the way I was built and they said that I was too tiny to I looked too fragile to be on a three year so they offered me the rest of that year as a foundation and a year foundation course So I said yes and they said but you have to move out and be living here to train. So within two weeks at the age of 16 I left home and that was a real big step because I'm such a home bird. I love my family. I love wherever I'm at, you know, my home space. That's my my place to be. I love it. And um, when they said to me, you've got two weeks to move out at 16, at first there's that really exciting, oh my gosh, I get to be independent and go and live on my own. And then there's that other part of you that sets in like, okay, this is a really scary step. Um, But it was kind of like, do I give up on my career or do I risk it and go for it? And bearing in mind at that point I'd got no education setting and I was 16 and, you know, my college had just shut and this audition happened within three days and now I had the biggest decision to make whether I was going to move out or whether I was going to stay at home and potentially never do this career. So obviously I moved out. (laughs) I spent the next term there and a year on foundation. I learned so much in that time. Foundation courses are amazing. I'd recommend, if anyone is thinking of doing one, I'd recommend it. Um, It was a really big time for me, not just as a performer, but as a person, learning to A, live with other people, B, to train like a performer, the the self-care you have to do, and just the amount of work that's required outside of the training even though your training is already long that you have to go home and do was quite a quite a hefty amount so for me it just taught me so much in those years and it really did prepare me for my three years 
and um, I didn't feel like where I was was gonna help me get to where I wanted to be. I felt like I needed a change. I needed a change of people. I needed a change of place. I wanted to be somewhere else location-wise. So I then went to Bodywork, which is in Cambridge, and started my three-year course. Now again, <laughs> the three years, you know, didn't wasn't a completely smooth ride. Um, my first year was great, met my partner, it was fabulous. Second year, I became quite poorly with several things, you know, low iron, I had two back-to-back -back lots of tonsillitis, my back went, then I went under an operation for an investigation on what was going on with my bladder, because I had bladder spasms at the time, but we did not know what they were, so I had keyhole surgery to find the pain. Um, and then my back went again after I came out of hospital. So as you can imagine, in second year, you know, I was in and out quite a lot. And even, even with that, I managed to keep my attendance, luckily, I managed to keep my attendance quite high. But it was a real struggle for me because I always felt behind and I always was watching everyone move forward and I was always kind of sat on the bench, if you like. I was always on the sidelines. So that was a difficult year for me. I had the summer, rested, was so ready to come back for third year. I was like, right, this is the year where we've got our third year show. I've got my final assessments. I've got agent showcases and I've got my graduation. I go back to do my third year and on day three, just doing a normal pirouette and ballet and I go down. Um, I sprained my ankle and I tore the ligaments. Um, I ended up in a brace for six weeks, which was fab. Um, you know, it was just, it was a really tough time because I just had all that time out in second year. I already felt like I'd got so much catching up to do. And then to be on day three and do something so normal that you do every single day and just land funny and go down. It was just a horrendous feeling. And um, yeah, it really upset me and shook me. And that's where I've felt the most frustrated I ever have because I was so limited in what I could do with a brace on. Um, and there was so much rest that I needed to do. I mean, I had the most colorful foot you've ever seen. Um, there was every colour of the rainbow in there. And, um, it was, I was already in pain. There was already a lot of, oh, she's missed so much already from teachers, from people in my year group, you know, um, I did kind of get that feeling. It wasn't everyone, obviously, but there was just that feeling of, um, I'm behind. Um, so I struggled with that and I struggled watching everyone progress because they were really talented and they progressed so much and I always felt like I was sat on the sidelines again um, and it was a really tough time for me. I was constantly looking for blogs or people who talked about it or athletes because I couldn't find any performers that were writing about it so I thought oh athletes might be talking about injury and how to deal with it and I just couldn't find anyone at the time. Um, so again, that's another reason why, you know, I talk about injuries a lot. But um, yeah, it was a really tough time, but I managed to get through it, managed to get through my third year. And I have to say in all my three years of training, you know, I was never um, 
the one that was picked for everything. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wasn't picked for solos or special parts or to be in certain routines. I was just kind of there consistently doing my thing. Um, so I, I was a bit worried when I, it was coming to my graduation because I didn't have a job, I didn't have an agent. And I was petrified, to be fair, of leaving. I was excited for the new chapter, but I was also scared because there was no security again. Um, but actually, I have to say, I graduated last July, which has been a year ago now. And this year, I have grown more as a person and more as a performer and done so many wonderful things with wonderful people that I'm really, really grateful for. I have actually had such a great time after graduating. My graduate life is, you know, I mean, because I've had Touchwood, less injury and illness, um, I've been motivated to go out and create opportunities and um, do things with different people and do collaborations and I worked as a choreographer for two months and then I did some actress work for educational videos um, and I'm really excited to be going on tour from September doing theatre and education. Um, so I just want that to kind of be a little bit of a reassurance for people that you don't have to, there's no step-by-step -step guide for this. You know, I try and put information out there as much as I can because this industry is so close-knit and it's often about who you know and not what you know. And I always want to change that for people because I was that 13-year-old that loved dance, that didn't know anyone who'd been and done it, that knew I'd do anything and work extremely hard to get there, um, but just didn't know what to do. And I've kind of guessing gamed my way through it and thumbled along and, you know, done some U-turns and, like I say, take one step forward and two steps back at times. Um, and I don't want anyone else to feel like a they're alone if that happens to them or b that they're not going to make it because when one door shuts another one does open and sometimes you might have to look a little harder to find it or give it a bit of a push but it does um and you know while there's so much uncertainty in everything you know if you work hard and you are passionate about what you do and you are willing to go out there and get yourself these opportunities they happen for you um and I don't want anyone to feel like if they don't play by the rule book they're not going to get what they want because like I say you can't possibly have a rule book in an industry like this it changes day to day um but I hope that that provides you with some reassurance that you know no matter where you go and the direction that you take you can always find your way to get where you want to be um, obviously if you ever have any questions and you're worried about anything please let me know you can dm us at the performer journals if there's any information that you think you desperately need and you haven't heard please feel free to get in touch please like and subscribe to this podcast we've got so much stuff to come whether it be interviews with professional performers, interviews with industry experts of not just the performance industry but other industries that tie in really nicely, whether it be information about the arts, we're going to have it all for you. Um, so I just wanted to tell you a bit about me and it also shed some light on kind of why I've started this as well 
as you know the intro but um I thought you should know where this information is coming from and it's all coming from a place that I want to help others I want to be able to open this industry up to people who maybe wouldn't have had the opportunity so I am here and I'm going to be working really hard to try and get you the most industry experience and knowledge from as many people and as many areas as I possibly can. So thank you so much for listening. I've been your host Bethany Unwin and this has been Performer Talks.